good? What's good? Everyone, raise a glass. Welcome. We've got a guest tonight for our second episode of Wine Down Wednesday here on the Festive Podcast. This new little series we're starting here where it's all about, well, winding down. You know, we're just chilling out, hanging out. Don't really know where the conversation is going to go. Um, but yeah, we're all just here along for the ride. Uh, so without further ado, uh, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, happy to be here. Thanks for having me over, bro. Who are you, bro? Who am I? <laughs> here I am thinking we are friends. Uh, I am Sam Lex, um, Sam Lex Music, and um, I am an artist slash, you know, musician, singer. I already know where this conversation needs to go where's right that? off the bat. Where's that? Um, so I want to just like hear it from your perspective first, um, how we met. How we met, how our relationship started. Let's go ahead and introduce it to everyone. Okay. All right. So I'm pretty sure the first time that we spoke was on Instagram because Gary V had used uh, yep. my song Heartbeat Drive on a podcast yeah. or actually a um, like a vlog that he had put together. And uh, shout out Jason for getting my music on there. And you had seen it on there and I think you shot me a DM or something like that. And it was like, yo dude, dope music. And I, I would, I had seen some of your videos and I was like, bro, we need to do something. Um, <laughs> literally. So I think you literally just like had me over your house and I came over and played some songs. We just like jammed out, vibed out like good vibes off the bat. And then, uh, played some songs for you. And the first song that we did a video to, we listened to that night and kind of came up with the concept, uh, which was I Promise, which is actually the first video that Crazy. we did together. Yeah. Um, although it wasn't the first video that came out, it was the first one that we actually did together and we had it in the vault for a while. Um, and I told you where it came from, the whole concept, and we just started working since then. It's crazy, bro. Right? I know. It's really crazy to think about like how, how it all like started from that and everything else like we've made now and everything we're going to make is crazy <laughs> like we just have plans on plans it's just like lining up like all right when can we do this one what can we do that one? we gotta get them all done yeah i just like like again like for instance like from my perspective so, so for instance you know like maybe i just did a really good job of like selling myself i don't know like from your <laughs> perspective like what what did i say or do you know that like sold you on like going with me to make the music video oh, for man, I promise. that's a good question because like for anyone who doesn't have the context like it's a very serious like subject and song and yeah definitely yeah. uh i mean to be honest Kyle, i just feel like we have a genuine connection off the bat a similar vision for where we want to go and uh the kind of content that we're going to create and i think the most important thing about working with anybody and i've worked with a lot of different people in my career has just been the connection between the vision and personal connection as well. Like you're my homie, we kick it like For all the sure. time. Like we're hanging out all the time. Like this isn't just like it's crazy because like relationships start through things that you're similar and passionate with, and we have a similar passion of that. But it also becomes like so much more. Like you're my bro. Like I probably have like five people that I hang out with literally in my phone that I hang out with like on a regular basis, 
and who I would actually hit up and like text and be like, yo, what's up? Like, let's do something. Let's go out to get a drink or whatever. And like, you're like, literally like I probably have like four or five people and that's including my dad and <laughs> the owner, like Jeremy or something, you know, like, Big facts. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, like literally, but I think that's important too, because you stay around those people like that. Like you and I were hanging out like the people you put yourself around, you know, that's what's real to you in life and what you're thinking about consistently. Every time I'm with you, I'm talking about my goals, what like musically and my aspirations to create different stuff. And I'll text you late at night and say, like it's somebody to share that with. I'll text you later at night and say, yo, check this video out. We got to do something like this. And you can be like, dude, that's dope. We should do it like this, you know, and like feed off For that. Sure, that's the yeah. kind of energy that makes like awesome stuff, you know, like when you're more wrapped up and involved in that versus like just regular, you know, homies. You have a big group of friends that you see like uh, out whenever, you know what I'm saying? Just like that. There's Absolutely. something about it for sure. Yeah. When you have when you have that. Uh, well, first of all, I'm like, cheers. Appreciate that. Had plenty of kind you words said in there. <laughs> we talked about um, that all the time. Appreciate you. Um, but uh, yeah, man, I think I think like chemistry, I think is kind of really like if I had to summarize everything you were saying there in one word, you know, it's, it's chemistry between two people, whether that's like in, in like the macro sense, you know, like a full vision and everything or or more micro, just like chemistry for a particular project like that's extremely important but like as you said like if you can find someone or even better like people like a group you know that like you really have that kind of chemistry and, and shared vision with yeah like you it can, drives you forward you for can sure. drive each other forward you can push each other um and, and it's really cool because like like hanging out becomes uh when was it it was funny um halloween halloween had people over um and my buddy invited some people over too. My my roommate Ryan and but uh, a couple of his uh, friends just weren't able to come. Uh, two of them actually very funny circumstances. One was like actually partly bitten by a shark. Totally, he's he's totally good. Like a minor, minor little tiny bite like off the edge of his little foot. So he's totally good. Um, the other guy uh, tore his MCL playing basketball, and then like. Two or three other people couldn't show up. Anyway, long story short, like all the people that were there for the most part were my friends, um, a couple of them, and we were just hanging out. And we were just like literally, we wouldn't stop talking about cameras and lenses, <laughs> and the like. Three or four friends, uh, yeah, my was, roommates were like, um, "Y'all being what geeks. are y'all talking about?" <laughs> like, 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 yeah, man, what the? They're like, but uh, like, it, it's it goes back to like what you're talking about. Like when you have people with that shared like vision and passion, it's like you're constantly bettering each other and like you may not even realize it like you're constantly helping each other like whether it's like with a mute like a song like you asking me for critique or help with a song or like we're looking at a music video and like how we can you know take that vision and alter it and cater it towards a specific song we have and, and you know reformulate a whole new story but still has a similar look or something like that you know like all that just becomes easier and I think the results become better. Definitely. Definitely. I agree with that hundred percent. But, um, so you said that this podcast, the point of it is so that people can get to know you as well as your guests that come onto the show. You know, like you said that pretty much verbatim, you're like, it's an opportunity for people to kind of get to know me on a more personal level. Cause they see what you do on a professional stance and stuff. Yeah, and I thought sure. that was really yeah, yeah. cool. 
And I feel like there's some things that I don't know about you. <laughs> okay. So oh, shit. This is a setup. <laughs> this is a setup. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was plotting, plotting, plotting. No, I just want to know because um, obviously you oh, your stones, boy. have been doing your thing. <laughs> I'm, you've been doing your thing for a long time. At what point did you like really like pick up the camera and you're like, you know, just playing around with it. And then at what point were you like, this is serious? Like, you know, where was that line for you? Man, it's super weird. Like I, I, I tell, I tell pretty much everyone this, like it, it started for me. I really think like back when I was like, I think it's like 13 years old, 13 or 14, like it, it, middle school, essentially it was sixth grade or seventh grade. Like that's best when I can really describe it is when I first started picking up my parents, my dad's video, my his camcorder. It's a Sony camcorder. He still has it at the house uh, up in the attic. And um, I would take that and I would take it, me and my friends on the weekends, you know, we'd make movies in the basement. We'd make Saul um, parody movies, you know, where we had one where like one end of the vacuum would be stuck to the butt and the other would be like stuck to the guy's mouth. <laughs> oh, so like he had to suck his own fart. Oh, it's like no. super geek stuff. That's we had, hilarious. We had a Superman called Blanket Boy. You guys, this is all trademarked. You cannot steal it. <laughs> this is all TM. For real. But like, oh, dude, it's just incredible. Like, I was making, I, I did stunt videos. I was inspired by Jackass. So I would do stunt videos with my best. Uh, my best friend growing up, Evan Armstrong. Like I was filming, what making. What kind of stunts did you do? Hold up! Oh, stupid stuff! Running so into the mailbox, of- jumping <laughs> off my car. Where are um, these videos? <laughs> Bro, it's all sitting back home. Like my what? parents, my parents have all the ammo. What? They don't even know it. <laughs> oh my gosh! I need to see uh, all these videos. Are you no, kidding but, me? Uh, yeah, like I was, I was just That's always hilarious. doing that stuff. But again, like I, I tell a lot of people this. I, I say lean into your hobbies because for me. That's all that ever was like for me. I was so passionate and focused on sports and more particularly football. Like my dream was to make it in football. Like, yeah, I, knew I wanted, you were good football, I wanted yeah. to be in the NFL. Turns out I wasn't meant for the NFL. Just like size, speed, what ability. You're like a big dude. I'm we just, were just talking about working out earlier. Yeah, but I'm not like I'm not an athlete like the athletes in the NFL. That's okay. Like I understand. I accept that. You know. That's and like so I, it, it wasn't till I was like really leaning into my hobbies when I was in college that I was like, okay, holy shit! Like I'm spending all my time like doing this, as in photography and filmmaking. Like, why not pursue it like as an actual career? Yeah. Um, so when I went into college originally, I was like, I don't really know what I want to do. Uh-huh. So I'm going to stay undecided. I'm going to get all my gen eds out the way hey, and yeah, kind and of stuff, experiment yeah. a little bit. And so that's what I did. And then sophomore year, I really was like, okay, I'm going to pursue this full time. I'm going to try to be, you know, a filmmaker. I, w- I want to be a director. I want to direct feature films one day. Yeah. Um, but it turns out it was uh, too late. And our media arts and study school is really hard to get into. It's like at the time it was like only eight or like 12 new students get accepted every year. Yeah. And so I had to wait and I just like worked my ass off, continued to make stuff on my own time. And then I applied, got in my junior year and I had like all my gen eds done. So my junior year, I actually busted out like almost every single credit like I needed for uh, media arts and studies. Um, to graduate and then uh, continue to do that uh, my senior year and then like I had done so well and like done so many hours like I I did like 18 credit hours plus work and then again like working on the side like building my own like brand 
What's that? What were you doing at the time? Like as far as work? Um, so I worked for the school. I worked in the kitchen and at a, at oh, a cafeteria. Me, dude, like, yeah, no bro, I was a chef. I, I killed it. And then, <laughs> okay, um, I so also, uh, I also worked for our media arts and studies school and I was, uh, a, uh, a, a college ambassador for our school. Um, and so essentially I'd sit at, I was more like a front desk person. Like I sat at the front desk and yeah. I'd give tours or help direct people or answer any questions people had about the school or majors or how to get around, like all that kind of stuff. Um, oh, that's cool. No, I love the grind. Yeah. I love the grind. My boy was out here doing it all. But, um, okay. So you're saying after college, like into college, after you got your AA for a bit, that's when you like, were like, okay. Like, I'm really actually going to make this my thing. Like, associate's degree? Yeah, like... A, I, I got an undergraduate. Like, what is it? Associate's of Arts, or... I got an undergraduate, like... It's, your first, of it's your first two years. Oh, well, I'm saying, but during the first two In years... communication. You were still deciding what you wanted to do during that time? Or you got the whole bachelor's. Essentially, yeah. But, like, I... I no, so, like, I, I... So, I was in the School of Communications by my, like... By this... Uh, by like halfway through my sophomore year, I believe oh, okay. it was. Okay, gotcha, I was gotcha. In the school of communications, like I kind of made that decision, but like again, like I couldn't get into specifically media arts and studies and more specifically like the major I wanted, which was screenwriting and producing, because gotcha. they were just they weren't accepting people. Like you had to apply before the new year. Like they didn't okay, do gotcha, any gotcha, acceptances gotcha, gotcha, for gotcha. the spring term. Okay. Gotcha. You had to get accepted before fall. Mm. Got you. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> it was cool, man. Cool. So College uh, was dope. Learned a lot. Yeah. Fuck college. <laughs> I'm, just I'm still trying to bust it out. I'm doing like two classes on the side next semester, hopefully. Um, <laughs> just to keep it going, too, at the same Feel time. I'm trying to live every dream, like... Trying to do everything I possibly can to apply myself. Yeah, no doubt, man. But, um, no, I had other stuff I was going to ask you, but I'm just getting swamped. <laughs> you might need a little more wine. You know what I'm saying? Should we pause for a little bit? Just um, pause, pause real quick. Sure. Pull up. I don't spill, bro. My man's <laughs> on point, buddy. All right. You know what it is. Pouring up from myself. Oh. So I really like this plaque that's on your wall. We take photos as a return ticket to moments otherwise gone. It's really cool. I like that. I feel that, you know, like. Take that picture. You're traveling. You're somewhere. You're with somebody. And it's like kind of like. You just want to remember it. Like, it's just monumental. And then you take a look at it whenever and just be like, oh, that was cool when I did my trip to Greece or whatever it is, you know? It's cool. I like that. Yeah, actually, my sister, if she, I believe she made it. She made me, that? If, if, if my memory isn't incorrect. She's. Bless you. Bless you. Wow. Bless you. That's uh, healthy. This is like a no edits podcast too, so <laughs> that's gonna be left in there. Excuse me, folks. <laughs> wow, you just got like a major grenade launch right there. Um, but yeah, my sister, I believe, I believe my sister, 
made that for me. If not, she at least bought it, but I'm like 90% sure she made that. Yeah. And, and that, that one right there, do epic shit. Oh, yeah. It's her too. Really? Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah, you always have like, I like that one too, the map. You want to tell anyone else what my room looks like? Oh, uh, yeah. I would All say there's a big pink flamingo in here. And uh, yeah. It's Flamingos? Pretty- What's up? <laughs> yeah, it's a big one. <laughs> no judgment. Hey, come on. No, it's cool as hell. It's super cool. Natty is just like chilling behind you. Like, See, that's my girl, you know? Start. She loves me. Yo, so what's up with you, man? What have um, you been doing this week? Dude, this week I have just been... I got the two mixes for uh, these two collab songs that I'm about to drop. Um, and I got the artwork for both of them. So I'm just going to run some critiques on them. I've been planning that st- stuff for tomorrow. And... um Going to get those scents off and then planning to drop shoes off on Friday. So just putting together a bunch of content, making sure that I'm all set up um, on everything that I need to. Just lining up like my to do list once it's out as well. Um, Yeah, just preparing for all that. How do you go about like finding slash managing all the things you need to do? So for like, for instance, like when you have a new song you want to release, you know, like. You need uh, a name for the song. You need someone to like, obviously, like produce and like mix and master. Most likely, unless you can do all that stuff yourself. Yeah, I mean, um, the name you need a cover. Comes when you I need a cover song. for it. You know, you need some promo for it. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to be able to push it out on some platforms to get some money from it. Like, like where where do you go about like again like building out this process and like finding people to I guess like maybe help you or like promote it? Dude, I've done like every different way that there is pretty much um to do any of that. I've had, you know, the song name pretty much always comes when I write the song. I've worked with a ton of different people to do graphic arts. I've done some of my own like graphics, you know, for cover art. Okay. Um just really like hopped around a lot. In the, in the time that I've been putting out music. Um, and now, like, I've pretty much have people that I like to work with all the time, but I'm still open, like, to, like, working with different people or, like, finding different stuff, you know, um, as far as, like, graphics and stuff go. Um, I always, like, make sure that I put my music out into stores and you have to give it X amount of time. So, like, three or four weeks, if you can, is best to put your music out in advance um, so you send it off and then there's like three weeks until or four weeks until the release, um, like a lot of in advance planning, you know, like everything's done like way in advance. And, you know, this from working with me so much, but something that I've been doing for a long time is focus on building content, period, and just build up a ton of it and strategically plan like the releases, every single one of them. Like, you know, that I had, I promise, done before I had let's go out and i mean shoes off we've had for how long how long have we had shoes off right now since before i left for my europe trip so since like june and it's or you so. know, november 20th now for record so so <sighs> yeah like we yeah no 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 it was before yeah Definitely, because you were like, drop it July 4th. You were like, drop it July 4th. Yeah, because it's a summer hit, bro. Yeah, it is. 
It is. And it's, it's fucking winter right in now. In Florida, it's summer every fucking day. Bro, it's not right now. It's, it's cold, cold right now. and Florida people are feeling it. Absolutely, and I'm one of those people. I absolutely hate it. I'm feeling it a little bit myself. I don't like it at all. My blood's getting a little affected by Man, this place, you know? Anything under 60, and I'm like cold as hell. Like, done. I go back to my parents' place, and it'll be like 68 degrees in the house, and I'm like, you guys are freaking crazy you're like what are you doing yeah i'm like this is a madhouse that florida lifestyle you get used to not paying it's those hilarious because i remember growing up mm-hmm. bro my parents got me my own ac unit for my room because i liked it so cold really i would make my room sometimes 59 degrees what it would be like 61 in my room i swear Why? like you can like mama's grave like you can ask my mom i would get my room like that cold I just like loved it, like especially after football, like two a days or something, like coming home, blast that shit, and like sleep in my bed for two or three hours. I get you. <laughs> Someone some, got a system. You can hear it in his voice. Stuff. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I like that. <laughs> yeah, because we were gooning like idiots back in the day, you know. Because like we do that, we'd come back, we'd sleep for a bit, then like usually I'd go to work if I had work that day. If I didn't have work that day, I'd maybe go to like the pool or hang out a bit. Uh-huh. Come home, get online. That's a lifestyle. Play, play what was it? Uh, it was like Halo. I think it was Halo 3 at the time and Skyfall, bro. How old were you right now? Smashing on that How old Skyfall. Were you? Um, I mean, I was doing that stuff all like throughout probably high school, but like that specifically, I'm talking about with like Skyfall and stuff. I think that was like, oh man. I think maybe my my junior year going into my senior. No, no, no. My sophomore going into my junior, I believe. Halo was the shit. (coughs) Halo was so cool. Yeah, bro. What Halo is it? I played them all. Except for, I really think after Halo 4, I kind of stopped playing as much. Halo 2, well, I think was like the best ever. Like 3 was was my favorite. 2 was like the best like online experience though. I feel like. As far as live goes. Like, yeah, the live experience. And like, that's when like everyone was really on and playing it and i feel like that was the first time ever where there was a video game where it had online play the interactive with and, your friends and, and stuff. yeah it was so interactive and it became so much more like they had like 16 game sets but it was like the first game where you could do like a custom game and like do whatever and like as a result of that people were playing online and like playing tag and cops and robbers and zombies and like all these other like cool bro i didn't play any of the actual games they made on halo 2 really i I just played custom games with random kids i met from all over the world like yeah all your friends and stuff yeah it's so crazy i mean my friends too yeah but like literally other kids around the world make friends with people like that though (laughs) like legit yeah like i i specifically for that like halo 2 i remember like it was seventh and eighth grade um whichever year it was specifically one of the two but like yeah like i i remember i would come home from school play till my mom got home from work as soon as she got home from work do homework do homework till like dinner eat dinner, and then play until my parents would kick me Fun. off. Yeah. Watch a little TV if I could get away with it and then yep. go to bed. Like, <laughs> dude, it was see it. it was the shiz. Hell yeah. For real. I love that. It was super fun. Yeah, Yeah, man. to be honest, I never 
really got into video games until Halo and I like Guitar Hero, man. <laughs> like for me, uh, like Guitar Hero was tight. Like my we, rock band. Uh, so I played some rock band, but I just played Guitar Hero that much more that every time I played rock band, I was like, yeah, this is not really it. Like I just fell in love with Guitar Hero first, and I feel like that's why I kind of got my heart. Like if I would have, you know, been on rock band first, maybe maybe I would have liked that one just as much. But love Guitar Hero. We had the drum set and everything, bro. We used to jam out in my living room. It was a lot of fun. I got all right. <laughs> I got pretty good. Dang, man. Yeah, I just love... I don't know. I loved playing video games back then. And it's weird because I don't enjoy them at all now. Unless it's arcade style. You take me to a Dave and Buster's. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's on. Oh, you're going in? Pac-Man and stuff? It's on. <laughs> Pac-Man or Name it. like it's the on. new school stuff. So. Everything. Like, I'm about everything. Okay. I mean, I definitely enjoy, I think, like more of the new school, like, Give me like a toy gun that's connected to it and like yeah, I'm gonna blast some zombies, and, yeah, <laughs> stuff like, like that. Or like, give me the Jurassic Park game where like you put me in like that little truck and like close the shades and oh, shit. Oh yeah, like, you're like, watch oh, this, I'm about on, to go bro. in. I'm on on that. What about um, what about like the mini bowling? Is that your stuff right there? Mini bowling. You know what I'm saying? Like at the arcades, they have like small bowling. Where you shoot it up and there's like, different holes. You never see. Oh that. yeah, I know what you're talking about now. You know I thought you meant like mini, like like legit, min, like a smaller bowling. No, it's a machine. You know, like, the why would machines. you even do that? Um, yeah, <laughs> no, I've done those. Fun. No, I've I've done those machines before. Yeah, I mean, like I've done it, but like that's not like. Let's go to Dave Buster's. It's not where my pleasure is. Like that's not where like I'm gonna go to have fun. Like I'm gonna jump in the Star Wars Starfighter. Like I'm gonna race a couple times on that. Uh, what is it like? What do you even call that? The the motorbike thing mm. that you ride on the snow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is that called? Oh, dude, no idea. I have no <laughs> idea. But I know yeah, you're you about. know the game I'm talking about. Are yeah. you the guy who's on the dance floor though? That's a real question. The the dancing game. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, I'd rather like just go to an actual dance floor and boogie. You know, I'd rather do Can the you real boogie. Bro? I'd rather do the real thing. Can you boogie for real? Because the people who do that can't boogie. They they just know how to step in specific spots really, I mean, really I fast. I mean, I suck at that game, so thanks for making me feel to, better. They don't know how to actually move their body to the music, baby. <laughs> hey, <laughs> see, I, I can't um, play that game at all, so you're making me feel a little bit better. That's all right. I yeah. suck at that game. I mean, I'd probably suck, too. Like, yeah, being honest. It's hard. It's for a sure. hard game, for real. It's it's really hard, but um, I know I mean, you've been that, doing a lot that of that. Right weddings. there is is legit like foot eye coordination. Like it's not necessarily like having rhythm or groove or like being able to dance at all. It's literally like just no, one knowing the game, understanding yeah. the concept, being able to keep up with it, and then your foot eye coordination. Definitely, I feel like uh, you. God, been that feels so weird saying foot eye coordination. You just want to say hand. Yeah, right. Hand-eye coordination, <laughs> right, but do. it's oh not that. It just doesn't like, sound right. But uh, I know you've been to a lot of weddings, and so, you know, you're filming gigs, but at the same time, weddings are the best place to dance. Point blank, period. If you're at a wedding, you're going to want to dance, 100%. Do you ever get a little boogie in <laughs> like while you're filming? Absolutely. Like, <laughs> heck yeah. For sure. No, heck I yeah. mean, like that. that's part of, you, I think, you, what you have wins me over with clients. Yeah, true. Or like wins me over new clients, you know? Because <laughs> you got of, dance moves. Through word of mouth. Because you can vibe with them. No, it's because like I like 
I'm a fucking good. Excuse my language. I'm a good time. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know, like I'm. Uh huh. My boy is. I'm not gonna come there. Place. You are a good time. I'm not gonna come there with like a bad vibes or weird vibes. Dopey attitude. Yeah. yeah, yeah and like, yeah, oh, definitely. I don't want to be here. And like, lackadaisical yeah, and stuff. Like, I'm gonna try and like amplify the experience if I'm gonna be involved at all. Like my my main goal is really to be a fly on the wall when it comes to weddings. You know, like. I want to capture, I like doc, I love documentary filmmaking. It's so like that for me is like really how I want to do weddings. Like I want to document the real yes. life experience, like yeah. how the day happened. I don't want capture to like it. portray all this fake shit. Like, Oh, yeah. look at this perfect little setup of them walking together. Like, you know, like yeah. I don't want to fake any of that stuff. Like I want to show what's real. Like what's really special between these two people, you know? Um, yeah. And so I love capturing that. And so like, that's my real focus with weddings. But if I am going to get involved, like, again, like I'm going to be very positive, optimistic. Like I'm, I'm going to drive the experience forward and upwards. Like I'm going to just amplify it and never try to make everyone have a better yeah, I've time. I've seen a lot of your videos and it sounds, it looks like everybody's real comfortable uh, around the camera. And I feel like that's really important. <laughs> and that's really up to like the director just to make the people feel like we're just chilling, like we're hanging out. You know what I'm saying? Like it can be like for, especially for some people who necessarily aren't great in front of the camera, but they want to recap their wedding, which is, you know, really important to them for them to be able to feel close and comfortable to the person who's like, you know, around them the whole time. is like important, but I can tell, you know, no one seems like ingenuine or like bothered by, I've seen like a whole bunch of your wedding recaps, which is cool business. It's always going to be going on. Yeah, for sure. There's always more, so it's a good. No, it's it's really cool, man. Like I'm I'm humbled and honored to do it. I think, obviously, like as I grow and as I build, I might not be doing as many weddings. But honestly, I, I think it, I think it's something I'll like always do. And this honestly. is something we've talked about before. We've talked about it before, just briefly, because I always like to ask different stuff about. Excuse me, what you do. Um, and I think it's really cool how, you know, you are like really growing up to do exactly what you love to pay your bills. And I think that's really admirable. Like, that's something I really want to do. Like, it's just so cool, you know, like forever that it's your game plan, like rock, rocking out with that. So. I mean, in a way you're kind of, I mean, you're kind of doing that though. Right. I yeah, mean, like you love what you do. Yeah. I just like, it's a small group of people who really like just go for it. You know, and you really have to bet on yourself. And you know that because you've done it. But it's just crazy because, like, if you're not willing to bet on yourself, who else is going to do it for you, you know? And the fact that you're out here doing it is just. It's funny. That it, it It's funny because, like, people, like, want it all to be so immediate. And I think, like, for me especially, it's come through, like, betting on myself. Like, it's not like I've just, like, always been, like. Yeah, I'm a winner. Like that's yeah. what I do. No, you know, absolutely. like yeah, I feel it. Like it has taken so much time to really build like my confidence in me to like where I'm at. And every day, like I feel like I'm just like growing and getting better and, and stronger. Whether that's you know mentally, physically, emotionally, what spiritually, what have you. Sure. Um, and sometimes there might be you know stepbacks or things that happen, but like I'm continuing to just grow and, and foster that and and, and build. Um, but I think it's just, you know, it's just really difficult for some people. I, I don't know. Like, well, I think part of it is just like, for me, 
I, uh, my dad is a business professor and you know that, and I kind of feel like I was exposed to that mindset young, you know? And I think that like, not a lot of people are blessed with that. And I say blessed because I do think that it is a blessing to be able to kind of see like, you know, both sides of things. I had a mom who was on the other side of things working like a job at a spa. And, you know, not to say that she was an entrepreneur. She actually did have a couple of businesses that she started really pushing after she met my dad. But like her past upbringing, you know, she was working in the spa. And my dad on the other side was had ran like a lot of businesses and be, uh, went to school, paid for himself and freaking grew up. A business professor you know so it's like there's different things who like i was able to see you know like the two perspectives and um i don't think everybody's blessed with that in the same sense you know like being able to see that growing up helps you be able to kind of realize wow there's two sides to it yeah like there's two sides to it you can do like this or that but i don't think everybody's blessed to see that and they might see other people doing it you know there might be somebody listening to this right now who sees what you're doing or sees what I'm doing. And is like, wow, I want to do that. But at the same time, like maybe they haven't been exposed in the same sense. And they just got to take that step. Just go and do everything you can. But it's over time. It's not like, oh, take that step. And tomorrow you'll be like there. It's like, no, take that step gradually and grow yes. your life into that direction for a continuous amount of time and just keep doing it and not don't do it because you want to make it do it because you want to do this forever. And it's your passion. Like I've dropped songs that I know are like amazing and they haven't got half as recognized or quarters recognized as they will. Like they're going to continue to grow like all the time. That's the mindset you have to like live in. It's not because I want to be this or that. It's because I love this and I'll do this no matter what. Like, it doesn't matter about anything except for the passion of the product and the process. Uh, like you always say, Absolutely. love the process, like all the time. Sure. You always say it all the time when we have so much fun, like when we're out here shooting videos and we're just like, wow, like that's awesome. We love that, you know, and just like love the process, bro. Like it takes, I mean, sometimes you're <laughs> putting facts. in work. You're, we're putting in work when we're on set, you know, we're like out here like, all right, what else do we need to do? All right, let's watch that. Sweating like oh, dogs. Change like this, change like that. Yeah, you're like, damn, my back's killing me. <laughs> I'm like, bro, I know we got to do it like, you know what I'm saying? Just like keep running it, you know, we're coaching each other. You're coaching me on my sets. We're getting the actors and actresses like perfect, you know, trying to catch that shot. And um, we just love every moment of it. It's fun. Like, those are like, the best memory is just like working, you know, like literally it's doing like what we got to do and it's going to be like come back in residuals for us. So it's like work. We take it seriously, you know, it's cool for sure, man. I mean, like, and not even just the, in that sense alone, like I think like it can be applied, like just in the route of like helping yourself, like personally, you know what I mean? Like growing personally. I mean, yeah. Like every day, like part. looking in the mirror and legit like saying like, I mean, you don't have Gross. to go like, I am beautiful. <laughs> I am, you don't do that? What? I am I normally, perfect. Uh, I am special. That's my morning like, routine actually. You know, yeah. After like, I brush my teeth, I look myself dead in the mirror and say, no, but like exactly for real, that. like really, really like talking some of that shit out to yourself, like out loud, like really like speaking it, man. Like, you, you can't just manifest it like with manifestation has to be backed up with action. Like you have to work for the results or it won't come. Definitely. 
But 100%, if you really like write out your goals and you focus, you speak them out loud every day and you really hone in and focus on those every day, like you will accomplish them. Like you can do that, like that 100%, you know, um, I'm living witness to it, you know, like I'm, I'm living it right now, like with <laughs> the goals I have on the board and stuff, you know, so, Absolutely. um, yeah, I think, I think it can, it can help in, in that regard as well, you know. Definitely. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I had noticed that when we first started getting together that you were like goal driven, like you would always like be telling me like, Oh, I have a personal goal of like putting out X amount of content, whether that be like different videos for different videographers to watch how I do certain things or whatever it may be, but like a commitment to self, you know, just like, Oh yeah, I'm gonna do that. And it's all like goal driven, like numbers and like set stuff out for you, which I think is really important. It's like strategic thinkers, which I, I got to get up on that a little bit more. I just like really, I'm trying to put everything into everything I got. I mean, here's, here's the thing though, too, you know, and like, I totally get this and, and understand and I'm empathetic to it is everyone's different. You know, like we all have our own process, you know, and some people like just might like really it just like might not be better to do like goals. Like it's just better off not. <laughs> you sound crazy. Wait, what? Just not writing goals. Like some people like they just can't function in that, you know, like some people like it cripples them. I think that's a very, very select few. I hope that anybody out there that's listening can write their goals down and not feel crippled because bro. no, but I, I think sometimes for real, like I think, I think it does that to some people because they, f- they feel like they're lapsed to something. No, you like they have to, they have to work towards it. They have to be focused on it. They have to do it now. They can't back out. Like sometimes people change their minds. Like maybe you want to be an incredible fucking photographer. And then six months into it, you realize you want to be a filmmaker that's kind of what happened to me. Like I was doing both at the same time, really? but I started really leaning into photography more, especially when I moved down here to Florida because yeah, I didn't know anyone. And photography was like a, a really easy way to get to know someone connect and like start to build a network uh-huh. without committing to like some like three day project or some shit like gotcha. that. You uh-huh. know, like you could just yeah, yeah. get together, Big shoot, <laughs> hang out for a little bit. Yeah. Um, and so that's Definitely. what I was doing. And like, but it was just like, couple months into that and i was just like yeah like and cal's getting all the chicks like yeah i'll take your photos yeah man like i was just i was always balancing the boat like both 50 50 and then i moved down here and it was probably more like 60 40 with photography kind of leading the way and then i was just like yeah i i can't i really just i like, can't do this like my passion is filmmaking and so like now that's really like 90% of what I do. I still do some photography. It's just like with specific brands and projects. Like uh-huh. I just have to really have a passion for sure for it. But like it. Yeah. F- filmmaking as well as just like kind of videography, like that whole sphere. Like I'm just kind of doing almost anything and everything really just like depends on if again, I'm passionate as well as a mixture of like when it is, where it is and what the budget is. It's like a good that, fit like, for like, what's going on. Yeah, yeah a good I, fit I for me and my brand. For sure. Yeah, all definitely. All to kind of balance and consider, but yeah. Yeah, definitely important to consider all that. Sure. So have you ever worked with any like third-party companies and that like, got you gigs or anything like that? Or is everything that you're doing basically like <clears throat> really just solely through your business? Like there's nobody um, else middlemaning or consulting at all? Yeah, I have in the past. 
have in the past, but pretty much now it's it's all myself. I mean, maybe I, I could probably count on my hands the amount of times I like got, got gigs through else. a third party. Yeah, got you. I just didn't know like how big that market is, and I and do you like, mean like by third party? You mean like a, like websites too? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess websites will be a big part of it if you're like cutting a percentage. So then, because I of guess kind of it's a lot more than for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, because I mean, I guess uh, so. There's this site called Upwork. I've gotten a few gigs through there, um, maybe like three or four. Um, but like, really, the big ones would be Wedding Wire and the Knot. Like when I was really doing weddings, I, I still do quite a bit weddings, but not wow, nearly as much. Hey, that's valuable not as much as I did before. But the Wedding Wire and the Knot, um, both that's of valuable them information right there. Some people would want to know that you know. Hopefully, most people that are trying to get into the wedding industry know about those platforms. Um, those are like literally like that's literally if you're getting married, you know about that. Like those are the go to like platforms like for planning and like finding the right people for your Unless wedding. You like know people, <laughs> videographers, photographers, DJs, um, caterers, you know, flowers, like all oh, that. Okay, got you. All, all that all stuff that. like you can find through those platforms. And so, wow, yeah, they like essentially that's they just they essentially market and they, they build they have their own website you know so they have like a page a personal branded page for me like all about is it me and area? my business and my videos and yeah you put yourself based on the area and stuff and so they get me all the clients like they bring me all the leads and clients like i don't do any advertisement outside of that like i pay my payment for the website thing for them for the wedding wire and the knot mm-hmm. and that's it like gotcha. that's where i get all my wedding client that and word of mouth Got you. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, cool. that's that's really where that comes from. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's some people out there that are just getting into it and stuff that would really appreciate that, you know, because I've had like I, when I got, you know, really passionate about um, producing, like actually producing my music, I had a couple people co- really take me in and just show me stuff that like just give me the lowdown, you know, like, hey, this is if you want to get into this, this is what you need to know, X, Y, Z. This is how you do ABC. Like literally show me that stuff. And that gives me like that kickstart so I can go home, start researching those things more. Went to YouTube University and, yeah, you know, buddy. really, I know dude, it's up. insane. Like you're living in we're living in this amazing time where you can just literally learn anything that you want. Like I'm trying to learn Spanish right now. I have an app on my phone that's free. I'm just downloading and trying to learn Spanish like straight up. And I learned everything I do with production on Logic through okay i had two great friends who took me in and literally showed me like different stuff and just really like helped me hone in my original craft and then just amazing people out there who want to give like yourself like you're doing right now with youtube giving out value just because they know that if they continue to give out quality value that people are gonna reply to that and people are going to want to be a part of that and follow them because they're bringing them value like every day and there's awesome people out there showing how to make an awesome film where the what's the lowdown like well it's like for me websites for me it's it's a it's a win-win like one it's a win for for people because at the end of the day like you, you don't have to listen to it, but if you want to, that's awesome. Like I'm, I'm sharing my experience, like what I'm learning that, like, I'm not perfect. I don't know everything by any means, but I'm sharing what I learn as I'm growing as a filmmaker. You know, I'm just sharing my journey and the knowledge that's come to me, coming to me as I'm learning. Um, and so I'm sharing that with my audience. And so if you want to listen to that, that's awesome. You know, that that's great. And let's connect and let's grow together. But if you don't, 
that's okay. You know, like it's not a big deal. Yeah, we, it's like it is like, what it is. Yeah, go go your separate way. Like it, it's totally cool. Like we all have our own place here in this big old universe. There's plenty of room for all of us. You know <laughs> that it is. I I first had that epiphany when I traveled to Europe with my dad, and I went for 16 days, and I was with my uh, my family over there, my dad's side, and um went to Hungary, Austria, Germany, oh yeah, and Romania, and. I saw stuff that made me realize exactly what you said that this universe is so big and you could be doing whatever the freak you want. And like, as long as you're happy, it doesn't matter. Like there are people living their lives in such a different, simple, completely upside down society. Like I literally drove by in the mountains of Hungary, passing a shepherd, shepherding a sheep with a wool coat and a staff. I swear, and I was like, "This is insane!" Like, a staff, and there was bro. like, they were they were like rolling up. Don't fuck with my sheep. <laughs> they, it was crazy. It was crazy. They were rolling up like bundles of hay, and their houses were all like the stuff they were wearing. And stuff. I was literally felt like I was in like Jerusalem when like Jesus was alive. Like it was for real. I felt like that, and I'm driving by in a Beamer on my iPhone, like on a BMW on my iPhone. Like lit, it's bro. just crazy. Like Perspective. I that's the word right there. It was bro. crazy. There was like dogs barking all on the streets and stuff, you know? And you ever been um, to South America or Central America? No, but I would love to. Yeah, I have a good to, fan bro. base. Like it's crazy. I would to. love to. Where have you been? Um, Guatemala, uh, Peru and Bolivia. Dude, I would love yeah. to go to Brazil. That would be amazing. Oh, it's on the list. Oh, my god! It's gosh. on the list. Chile. I, I love Brazil. Argentina. Oh, yes. <laughs> Let's good. go. It would be so Everywhere, fun. bro. I want to go everywhere. Oh, my gosh. I'm ready to go. And the cool thing is that I have a lot of fan base out there. Like, it's crazy. If you look yeah. at my Spotify, like, what country is the most popular in, like, Brazil is, like, fourth. Like, that's pretty good. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's growing out there. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm like, can we do a tour over there? It's like I mean, we, United we've, States, we've, Canada. We don't need to talk to we we're not going to go into this, but we've we've talked about this. We Oh. We have uh I'm ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, absolutely. I'm we so excited. We have a excited. love for the Latin people. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Count are on the same page. <laughs> absolutely. Yo, so where are we at actually like time-wise? Yo, 47 minutes. Cheers to that. That's what's Cheers. up. Cheers. I'm, I'm oh, done. Oh, dang. I'm you're good. capped. Do you want another no glass? Cap. No, dude. I'm good. Look I don't at your mouth. Hold on. Open that up. Don't. <laughs> the red wine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I get It's like we just up. smashed like uh, like four uh, pouches of like Kool-Aid or something like that. <laughs> or like Capri. Not Capri Sun. That doesn't, that doesn't change your mouth. Oh, but man. Yeah, Kool-Aid. Like some Kool-Aid. Did you ever drink the um powdered Gatorade? I don't know if that was ever a thing for you, but like my house, that was the yeah. bomb. Yeah, powder Gatorade, the blue one. For some reason, I feel like Power Propel or Powered Power oh. Powdered Power Raid. I feel like I did those two more than Gatorade. Like I just don't feel like I really did, did Gatorade a lot. Man, did your parents ever get you? College, the big thing was Pedialyte, Pedialyte packets. Yeah, those Bro, like the bring save you my back life. Hangover, like, right? So many times, it's yeah. unbelievable. I've heard about it. I've heard, well, I've, I've drank them a good amount heard of times. Heard about it? Bro, yeah, I fucking no, I've drank lived it a, a few times. <laughs> I lived it. I lived it. Day in, day out. Um, What about um Lunchables? Did your parents ever buy you Lunchables? Nah, bro. My no, mom was my not mom, about to buy me a Lunchable. Same here. My parents were my like. My mom was making me lunch. Oh, or really? I was going and I was buying it myself at school. 
I ain't eating no lunchable. Like she ain't gonna let that. I'm talking about when it's when you were young. Like, did you ever have snack time in school? I mean, like, yeah, but I don't like. I can't like specifically like remember that stuff. So I never got the lunchables. To be honest, I wish I did because they sounded really good. But um, you never ever ate lunchables. No, in your I life, did, though? but like my parents didn't get me them like on the regular. Got like you, I would you. bring other stuff like. I was big on making sandwiches for snack time. I want to let you finish this thought, but like, hold on. Actually, I got to ask now that we're on this topic. What? Did you ever like, I can only think of maybe like, I could probably count it on both my hands. Like, like maybe 10 times total is the amount of times I ever heated up the Lunchables. Never. Like, like the tacos or even the pizza. No, I never. Like were, you're kind of no. su- like, you're supposed to do that. Are right? you? Like no, yeah, no, I'm no, pretty no. sure you're supposed to heat it up and make it like a pizza. No, like no, you're do, not. yeah, like you throw Wrong. it in the microwave for like 45 seconds Wrong. or something. No, you don't. It no, uh-huh. you don't. Maybe, if anybody maybe, out there is microwaving their lunchables, that's weird and stop. <laughs> Those are already that's cancerous. What I, that's what that, that's what I'm getting to though. Is that like that's how it always was? Was like you eat everything cold, but like I feel like there's some of those that like you are supposed to what? heat up. No, I I don't think so. I used to eat. That. You're supposed to eat a taco cold. Yeah, I did the Lunchable style, you know, that's good. It's a different game. It's a different game. <laughs> it's like, a different game. Like the pizza. Big facts. Yeah, it's a different, that's a different that's lifestyle. The, that's the best thing we've had. Shoot, they we've came down, all night. like, shoot, they're trying to come back because they were the thing, like, if you had a Lunchable. and They like, got to make vegetarian Lunchables. They do, vegan and stuff. Gluten they got to hop on the lunchables. wave. Yeah, they do. I'm sorry, oh that sounded rude They need that. I, I totally respect all that. My sister's gluten-free. Aren't you gluten-free? I'm just no, saying, I, know. I mean, like, <laughs> I guess, like, I try to factory. eat, I guess I try to eat less. Oh, you work at the sizzle factory, yeah, you, work, you're not gluten-free. Yeah, no, nah, but, like, I try to eat as healthy as possible, and, like, I definitely don't really eat, I, I really don't eat, like, any red meat at all, you know, but I, I'll eat uh, either chicken or, or seafood. Nah, bro, not really. Like, I'll cave every once in a while, make like, obviously, really like, steak, I'll get, bro. like, I'll get some red meat, like, as in, like, some tacos, or, like... Mm-hmm. You cook a lot, a brisket a sandwich lot or something like that. But like, yeah, like usually I'm I'm making seafood, or I'll have uh, some chicken maybe like twice a week. Besides that, it's like all like veggies and fruit, bro. Tons of vegetables for real. Little bit of carbs. I eat a lot of carbs. I'm big on like white rice. Oh my man, jasmine rice and basmati rice. All the time. Sometimes I put a little bit of seasoning and stuff in it to make it like yellow rice. Uh, I love like Spanish food so much. Oh, I yeah. definitely like live on like rice and beans and chicken and like Cuban food. Oh man, catch me in there with the plantains. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm making myself hungry right now, but I'm a hangry person. Like I have to eat all the time. Like every two hours, every three hours or so, I get Dang, hungry. Son. If I, it's really annoying to be honest and. I don't even weigh that much. I'm like 185. I'm trying to be like. It's got a fast metabolism right now. It's it's insane. It'll run down soon, I'm sure. You know, like you won't be feeling like that forever, hopefully. Yeah, I don't know. It's been like, like that I used since to kind of be 16. like that a lot too, like especially in high school and, and quite a bit in college. But like, not that I don't necessarily get hungry, but now like for, for real, like now I eat maybe like, really I eat twice a day, but I have four meals a day, but two of those are legit just protein shakes. I mean, there's a, full banana in those but 
it's essentially yeah, two protein, protein shakes, shakes but... a day. My man is on the method yeah, to get in full. That's what's up. I gotta get the. I gotta get Chasing that protein in. Always. That Absolutely. protein, and again, I'm, I'm I keep it lean. Like got like major major veggies. Bro, we gotta hit the gym. We've fruit, been talking about. It. I don't want too much sugar. Kyle and I are both passionate about hitting oh, the yeah, gym. That's one sure. thing you might not know about us, but we have another connection through that that we have not worked out together, dude. We've got to work out. Because I'm like on the game. I love working out since I was young. And it started for me um, when I was in like seventh grade or eighth grade, actually, the end of eighth grade. Uh, my dad and I started hitting the gym together. Yeah. Probably actually in seventh grade, I would go some. We had like a membership at, at Planet Fitness. And um, yeah, Planet Fitness. I said that right. And uh, dang, we need to charge them for putting them in this. Dang it. <laughs> Email them after this. <laughs> But yeah, started with that, man. It was just a good time for us to spend time together. And then I just got like really into it. I really liked it and grew from there. And then like always took weightlifting in high school and stuff like that. And yeah. Well, for always, me, honestly. Obviously, you're in football and sports and stuff. Yeah, I always liked it because of sports and stuff. Um, But I really, really fell in love with fitness and eating healthy when it kind of like changed my life. Like, in middle school, I was always kind of, I was never fat, but I was never ripped. I was in this weird state where, like, I'd try to eat healthy, but kind of wasn't really eating too healthy. But <laughs> I still like worked out committed. a lot, yeah, and I, I worked out you. really hard. Uh-huh. But my friend, literally, my nickname was The Blob. Because the I had, because <laughs> I had, like, no, if you call me The Blob, I will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> That is my weakness. It's my <laughs> kryptonite. Hilarious. No, my friends would call me the blob because I had like no definition and stuff. But it was, um, but then like through sports and like getting really serious with that, I started building a ton of muscle. I was eating a ton for football. Got to like two fifteen, but then it was um, pretty much after the end of junior year. I kind of knew I wasn't going to really be going anywhere um, with uh, with football. Or excuse me, after senior year, after senior year of, of football. So like a quarter of the way through senior year, you know, but like I knew like I wasn't going to be going anywhere for football. Um, and so cut all that like major eating and lifting um, back for gaining size and into just leaning out. And blob. I became <laughs> and that's no. And that's where I like really uh, leaned no, out. And yeah. Got, like pretty much probably like then in like my first two years of college were probably like the best, best shape of my life. I was eating extremely healthy um, and I was very fit in the sense of like I was doing a lot of high intensity workouts and a lot of running Um now I do like I'm much more about like enjoying, you know, like when I go to the gym, I want to enjoy it. Like so I I don't necessarily do like high intensity. Instead, I make my whole workout pretty high intensity as in I do again, like I was we were just talking about this earlier before the podcast. Actually, I was I do supersets and then I try to make it 30 to 40 second breaks in between my sets. So, you know, I'll do. Um, for instance, I might do like dumbbell bench. Oh, you got the high intensity stuff going. Yeah, so I'll do dumbbell bench and hey, then I'll do pull ups and then I'll break for thirty seconds and then I'll do my next set. Okay. Yada yada. Yeah, yeah. Really quick, um, we'll come back to that. But what were we talking about out there that you know bringing it back to bringing value to everyone who's listening? And one thing you were telling me out there on the couch 
a minute ago. Just think about that. I forget exactly what it was, but I was like, pause. We need to We're bring talking this about up music later. videos. And having why I always talk about pushing, oh. pushing to have yes. uh, the proper mixture of uh, the proper balance of like story and just like finesse. Yeah, well, story and just like, like, but visually pleasing. But yeah, literally, um, exactly. Yeah, like sexy lights and colors, and maybe like it's for some people like hot women, the flash, you know, the the shimmer, the shine, definitely the glamour, like the 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 flashy shit that like people look at and go, whoa, yeah, you know, the proper mixture of that and story, like that's what really drives a music video. What I was saying was. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially that a lot of people I think are a lot of music videos I see like again like I hate saying this because like again like yeah. I, I'm not like some like season 20 year vet so like I hate sounding like I'm like dishing other people's music videos but I think where other pu- people's music videos maybe get less views or wh- why people maybe drop off faster than usual I think is because they show all their their looks right away you know they pull all their hats out of the basket um, they show all their guns like like I was saying to you it's like they show if it's a music video where there's like two lead performance takes and then somewhat of a story but they show both performance takes and they introduce both the characters and their conflicts all in like 45 seconds or a minute it's like it's over like what's the point of watching anymore like there's no interest, like nothing new is coming because when people see that the first 20 seconds, okay, whatever, 30 seconds. Okay. What's going on? Like, this is the same shit. Like, like give me something new mm, here. Something. 45 seconds a minute. It's like, okay, like I'm out of here. Nothing for them but like I was saying to you. to you, it's like the difference is like, I think people don't understand is like where a lot of, um, for instance, like a lot of big artists, it, like it's hard to notice it in an extent because, for instance, there's so many people that will watch their whole music video because they love them as an artist. Like when for some sure. when people have that connection to you, like even when you're at a lower level, like not lower level, but say you have less less of a fan base, you know, like you have yeah. twenty thousand followers, like your family. total reach yeah. can include in all your social media and stuff is like forty five thousand people. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know that like you can still like reach them and have a big impact. Like it's just, it's not going to be the same as those core audience who, you know, like for the very beginners, like your exactly. It's not going to be as large as the bigger ones, but like your core audience, like they're going to watch and listen to all your shit all the way through because they, they have a connection to you. Yeah. But the new fan base you're trying to attract and reach, like if you don't have, like if you don't have, new flash and new bedazzle and new story coming constantly throughout your video it's gonna lose an audience like we're just we have so much freaking content out in this internet world we live in these days like if you're not creating something new or unique or original that is you that says like look at me you know, people aren't gonna mm-hmm. look at you. Like they're they're gonna look away. What you like, doing for the spotlight? <laughs> they're not gonna care. You know. Yeah, no, it's true. It's definitely true. I look forward to continuing to develop that throughout. You know, we got a couple of things that we're working on really soon here, 
And um, we've been doing a lot of brainstorming on it. And it's cool how we've just become more strategic. And I just want to continue to just like grow and grow and grow and get better and get better. Because it's just really cool for people to watch like that journey, you know, like, wow, I remember when, you know, like. It's cool to watch myself, bro. Oh, like, absolutely. Definitely. For sure. Like, I love, I like, best, I can't wait to make my new reel. Oh, yeah. You know, like, oh, I, this I can't wait. Real? Yeah, it's going to be awesome. When are you making that? January? Like the 2019 reel? Hopefully, you know? bro. Yeah. Yeah. So you have a 2018 reel already done? Yeah. Okay. So 2019, man, we did a lot of cool stuff in 2019. Yeah. I'm excited for it. For sure. I'm going to spread that shit hard. But yeah, it's going to be super cool. And 2020 reel, man, as long as you're not gone on me, we're going to make so much. Either way, I'm going to fly out. So we're going to do some crazy <laughs> stuff. Facts. Yeah. We're going to go everywhere, man. I'm going to be traveling so much. So everywhere we go, I want to do something, you know, like I'll just be like, Kyle, we have to go to Texas. Kyle, we have to go to Brazil. <laughs> That's where I really want to go. I'm with it. That's really I'm where I want it. to go to Brazil for real. But um, yeah, no, I think that's really good value. Like, that's why I wanted to bring that up just because uh, I think it's really cool that a lot of your content, you're pro- providing that blueprint for people who may be, you know, passionate about filmmaking and they just need to like they feel like they have no idea where to start like i understand that you can always go on google and type in how to become a photographer and stuff but there's also important stuff that like it's always good to have somebody to follow or somebody to know that can be like these three websites bro if you're trying to get bookings for weddings these three if you're trying to do this this how you do it you know just really kind of walk them through like the basic which takes really no time but it's just like so valuable because like oh my gosh you just saved me a ton of like searching around to find out what's perfect you know like what are you doing i see the people and i think that's something i don't see a lot of like in the music industry it's crazy like i have friends that do stuff that i want to do and they like will feel like they need to like it's kind of messed up but withhold the information from me because like the feeling of like well if I show this person how I got on with all these, maybe it's Spotify playlists or something like that, then they'll be looking just as cool as me because now they have 100,000 plays too or something like that. You know, like just the plugs in the industry that you search hard to find. But like me, I try and like share that value. Like I'll literally post a story and be like, DM me if you want a list of all the Spotify curators I want that I have. And I literally send like every person who DM me, I will send them a list of Spotify curators, like all the emails that I collected searching through different. It's, like, it's more than karma. It's yeah. It's well, more people are going to fuck with you forever. Like they're going to be like, dude, you put me on to like a whole bunch of stuff. And like, I hope it works for you too. You know, like literally it's just all about like spreading that. And I wish there was more of that. Cause like some you of my cannot lose right. When and you give that, va- when you genuinely give value to people, who are searching for it specifically. They're like, wow, you just like literally put me on. And, and it's not just like mm-hmm. an, as in like an educational stuff. Like that can just be entertainment too. Like just be like making a comedy show. Like when yeah. you generally put out value, oh, like you absolutely. cannot lose. Like you will win. Laughter, uh, entertainment you might, not, you might not make that big victory or make that big partnership or sponsorship in your first six months. You might not make it in your first six years, but you will win. You know, you know, like I feel like the biggest part be willing of it, to play the long game. I feel like the biggest part of it, and, and yeah, we talked about playing the long game last time I was here, but uh, and we can go into that. But I feel like the biggest part of it is just like doing it because that's what you want to do. Like you don't have to be like 
fully they like everyone's scared to start doing like videography or whatever maybe it's dancing maybe it's stand-up comedy like whatever it is but like you don't have to like change your whole life like just start doing it like right now like stop watching people on your phone that are doing these cool videos and start doing it right now as shitty as it has to be just start right now and start posting it slowly but surely critiquing critiquing your craft as you grow your first one's not going to be that dope okay fine your second one might not be that dope your 10th and 20th might not be that dope but eventually you're going to find you know your niche and continue to grow on it and I think that's one thing people are always like, oh, like, where would I even start? Like, just pick up your iPhone camera. Try, try, try and try again. Yeah, just keep going. Like, like that is legit the best way to find your niche and to find like, especially if like you're lost and you don't even know what like you're passionate about. First, lean into your hobbies. What do you love doing in your free time? Might be what you should maybe do for your career. Now, if it's just watching porn or <laughs> playing video games or making porn, maybe re-examine it. Not necessarily video games, though. There's definitely a career path with that. But again, it's like it's like for real. It's it's like being a pro athlete, like to be one of those kids that's going to make a career, a career out of playing video games. You have to be one of the freaking best in the world. Oh, definitely. You know, that's like the skill set of being a pro athlete. So be honest with yourself. You know, in that respect as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, any anyone can do it. It's just like working and growing day by day, stride by stride. Well, you said it, man. And I think that almost takes the name of the episode right here. Try, try, try and try again. That's what you said. <laughs> I thought that was pretty powerful. I was like, okay, that's pretty true. Well, anyone can do it. Like, yeah, you I just got to keep a bunch pushing. of business owners and stuff that really will tell you, like, <laughs> you think it was just like overnight, like, Man, the some of the people that I know work every single day for, you know, years and years straight, like not because this is what they have to do or they're stuck in it or they want to blow up off it. They just love the process. They're doing it. Yes. Love the process, which is also probably maybe the, the, the title of the video or the podcast. But yeah, loving the process, man, just like being in it to be in it. And because you're passionate about it and because you can apply yourself to every road in life that you want to be on. Like, I want to go to school. I want to like I want to do everything in my life. Like, I don't even care. Like, I want to blow up on music. I want to travel the whole world and I'm going to do all that. And I'm already doing it right now. Like, and I'm 22. So by the time I'm 50, I'm trying to be like, check, 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 check. Let's have a mansion on the side of Cali, like, or somewhere beautiful and live this life with the beautiful family and leave that legacy that continue to work, you know, forever. I'll always be a part of it, but it's just awesome to live it like that, you know? For sure. I think our visions are similar there, man, except minus the mansion. I, I don't know if I'll ever really get a I just mansion. want, I like, really a care. bigger like- crib, and I'd like... You know, it's not a big, big deal, but I just want to be able to raise my family in a safe, like, beautiful place. You I know? got like, you. Hey, all for respect sure. it to it. It doesn't have to be, like, like insane. If you earn it, you have all the right to buy it. Like, Oh, for sure. For me, I just, like, I don't always understand why people feel the need to have, like, giant houses. Oh, like, I'm not really saying kind of, giant house. I like, just think, for like, some people, like, for instance, like, especially if you don't have a family, too. Like, if it's you by yourself and you got an eight-person, eight-bedroom house, it's like, bro, like, <laughs> you really lonely. need to flex that hard? Like, why don't you focus that money on, like building a family or like finding something that really genuinely makes you happy. Like, uh, sure. I mean, I guess like an asset, but like still, I think your assets are going to be better, like involved in multiple properties. Like, 
at multiple locations on like expensive or growing areas. Like why not invest multiple properties, like a growing city like Orlando. And I'm not really researching this big right now. Cause I don't have money invest in that area, but like I would research other growing cities and like I would invest in properties at multiple areas rather than one giant property in one area. I get what you're saying. Don't want to put all your ducks, you know, and you I get what you're saying. hundred percent. I'm thinking of a good, trying to think of a good analogy. No, I get you. Don't want to put your something and all your eggs in one basket. Yeah. yeah. I guess you, you. Go. I got you buddy. But, um, good yeah, no, I totally agree with that a hundred percent. Um, but, and I don't want like a huge mansion. I just want something like nice to like raise my family in for sure. But that's a long time, you know, this is a long life. So like God knows where we'll be. It's just like insane. Like they change like every year. Damn, bro. We're over an hour. We've been slaying this. What else we got? Like what, what can we really wrap it up here on? Like, we don't want to like just drag people along here well, too much, but um, some of my so I have some really awesome people that I this work has been with. Good, bro. I think we, I think you know, I, I mentioned how I don't really want to like do like repeats, but like we'll definitely we'll do another we'll do another wind down Wednesday for sure. Like do we, a couple when I'm like super wasted next time, you know? Like yeah, on, on we'll deck. drop it. Down, we'll do like some like drunk history shit. Like we'll just like drop it real low, like. Fuck the wine. Like, we'll do Whiskey Wednesday. And whiskey we'll just, Wednesday. We'll do, like, six shots Tequila before we even Tuesday. come on. Tequila Tuesday, And we'll just bro. get, like, yeah, we'll get lit. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to make it an explicit episode for sure. Oh, definitely. Sorry, I've been cussing this whole time. This isn't explicit. Um, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> but uh, tell them what you're going to tell them. Tell them, and then tell them what you told them. What do we talk about today? Just as a recap. We talked about, we mentioned playing the long game. We talked about being in love with the process and, you know, doing it because you love it, not because you're trying to get where you are. We talked about providing value and how you providing value is a win-win. Doing it like without like the intent or purpose of like just getting things for yourself, but generally just providing value. Heck yeah. And then we talked about a little bit about where you started falling in love for your passion where you kind of made the full on yep. introduction to it. And um we talked about how people could really just start doing it right now, you know, talked about doing it right now. Do it now and try, try, try. Yeah. Try, 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 try. Yeah, literally, I mean that's that's the game plan. Try, 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 Let's go. Let's go about having Kick them shoes off. Come on. Working all day and all night. But uh, thank you for anybody who's listened this far. Uh, we got a lot of cool stuff coming up. I'm working with Young Visionary here. So we're excited for everything that's going to continue to grow. This was like a valuable wind down. This did not scatter off into the ruins yeah we'll definitely have to get more wasted for the next one so people can just like really get to know the weird side of us here tequila but, tuesday um, yeah let's do it for sure we'll <laughs> break it something down. i hate like, tequila so maybe we'll break it down one night you hate tequila for sure bro i'm an aggressive tequila drunk is when my i want tequila drink aggressive that's my drunk drink some shots of tequila i will be feeling it feeling the vibe <laughs> for real that's crazy all right, we don't want to give too many secrets up here. Yeah, <laughs> you should st- you should stop it now before I get too in depth. <laughs> For sure. All right, y'all. Happy Hump Day. This is an incredible Wednesday. It's November twentieth. Yeah. 
20th. Yeah. Yep. yeah 20th. Hell yeah. We're, we're close to Thanksgiving, you know? So, so work out, get slim, get ready for, uh, get ready for that big meal the bulk season, baby. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we'll be seeing you soon. This is our second episode of the wind down Wednesday. I'm here with Sam Lex. This is Kyle Loftus on the festive podcast. Signing out. I love you guys. Thank you.